And now, Greenlight Reviews, hosted by Ann Elder and Les Roberts. Here we are again. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're going to discuss a film that, well, we could spend 15 minutes trying to parse the title. <laughs> okay. He's Just Not That Into You. Right. It was directed by Ken Quapis, a name that I am not familiar with, written by Abby Cohn and Mark Silverstein. And I will give you its nine stars. And I have to give them all to you because they have kind of equal roles. Jennifer, not Jennifer, Jennifer Goodwin, Mm -hmm. Kevin Connolly, Scarlett Johansson, Bradley Cooper, Justin Long, Ben Affleck, Jennifer Aniston, Jennifer Connolly, and Drew Barrymore. I'd say the women are considerably more heavyweight than the men. (laughs) Definitely so. But go ahead. (laughs) The other interesting thing Maybe one of the only interesting things about this movie is that of the stars, we have two Jennifers and a Jennifer. That's right. The other interesting thing is that Barrymore, Drew Barrymore, who is a co-producer, dated Justin Long during the film and broke up right after the film was over. Mm -hmm. And Jennifer Aniston was linked, (laughs) among other people, to Bradley Cooper. That's the interesting stuff that really happened. That's all the interesting stuff that happens with this movie. That's right, because what happens in this film is not very interesting. It's not very true. The only thing that happens in this entire film is Jennifer Goodwin, who plays the character of Gigi, Mm -hmm. spends two hours and ten minutes wondering whether a guy that she went out with once is going to call her or not. That's the movie. And will she find true love? The problem here is these characters don't know what true love is. And the movie never really tells us that. That's a big flaw in this film. And after all this, Anne, these people are trying to call this movie a comedy. And we know, Les, that this isn't a comedy film whatsoever. It's a training film for singles who have the emotional maturity of a 10-year-old. Oh, absolutely, Anne. And I felt that the preoccupation of the women in this film for getting a guy was just appalling. I think this movie sends all the wrong messages. And I can't tell you how frustrated I was because I didn't understand why these women lack such self-importance. Where is their self-esteem? All of a sudden, they're like these adolescent children out there, and they're 30 and 40 years old. It's unattractive. It was very unattractive. The four men in this film, or the characters that they play in this film, were all jerks in one way or another. What do you have to say about them? The women were all pathetic because they would date somebody one time, no romance, no kiss at the end of the date, and then the women would sit and stare at their telephones (laughs) For weeks at a time, saying, is he going to call? When is he going to call? Has he called yet? They check their messages, you know, every two minutes. They looked ridiculous. Well, that's what sixth graders do. Yes. You know, when you're that young, you wait for that kid down the hallway to call you to take you out on the hayride. You know, come on. These are grown-up human beings. And I think women in the movies, as they were portrayed in the 30s and the 40s and even the 50s, were a lot better off than they are in current contemporary films. Could you imagine? Imagine Rosalind Russell in this film. Can you imagine Katherine Hepburn in this film? No, of course not. Even Barbara Streisand wouldn't stand no for this. No way. It's ridiculous. And, you know, I know that the movie did very well at the box office. I understand that a lot of people out there are desperate to see a movie about relationships. But this isn't it. And unfortunately, when this is all that's being offered up, I fear for the audiences who go to see this film. I don't know what they're going to think about this kind of role model that is being offered up out of Hollywood. I don't dig the movie at all. 
irresponsible. Well, I thought it was irresponsible, too. The only mm-hmm. performance that I could live with yes. was Justin Long. He plays a bartender named Alex, and he gives advice to Jennifer Goodwin. Who is so desperate. Honestly, I wanted to smack her halfway through the movie. You know, she's adorable. She's so charming. She has such a winning personality, and she has so much charisma. Why they played her this way, she played it like a frantic desperate person. And you wanted to say, come on, girl, shape up, cool, chill. You're great. He'll call. But gosh, if he doesn't call, who cares? Exactly. It was just appalling to me. It was very sad. (laughs) I really didn't uh, dig the picture at all. Well, I didn't much like it either. I was also stunned by the fact that a lot of the women who were in this film, we have Uh seen them all in films before, they have all been beautiful. Jennifer Connelly, Oscar winner for Beautiful Mind, she was so gorgeous. In this film, she looks like she weighs 85 pounds and she's going to blow away. It was very disturbing. Drew Barrymore, she wore her hair very, very badly. (laughs) She dressed badly. Badly. She didn't have much makeup on. She was the producer of the film. Couldn't she look at herself and say, whoa, I better do something about this? Jennifer was the only real cutie in this show, and I felt badly about her. Scarlett Johansson did look good. And oddly enough, and I'm not a big fan of hers, as many of you know, I thought she was one of the best things in this film. I guess so, but again, she plays a very husky-voiced wannabe singer who trades favors, I guess you might say, with a married man in order to get ahead in the business. I didn't like that message either. And then she turns on this guy all of a sudden, and he's played by Bradley Cooper, because Mr. Cooper accidentally ends up having a afternoon tryst with his wife, played by Jennifer Connelly, and she's angry about that. So she says, I'll never want to see you again. And I'm thinking to myself, well, wait a minute, that's not your business. I mean, the whole movie gives so many twisted concepts about reality. It's just not a good training film. And that's what it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be a guide, even tongue-in-cheek. It just doesn't work. It's a rip-off of Sex in the City and not a very good one either. I've got to agree with you. i got to tell you, Anne, when I walked in here this morning, I was going to give this a very fading yellow light. But the more we talked about it, the worse it became for me. So I'm giving it a red light. I am too. And another last point I want to make is that these characters, all nine of them, do nothing but talk about relationships for two hours. Surely one of them has read a paper. They must be able to talk about politics, about philosophy, about current events. About their clothes, anything. Talk about something. Don't just talk about relationships. Okay, for me, this movie, he's just not that into you. I'm sorry, I'm just not into this movie. Red light. Two red lights for he's just not that into you. Until next time, I am Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And we're looking forward to seeing you having a great time at the movies. Hi, this is comedian Ann Ryder. And let's be honest, I do a lot of things. This is Dean Archipotus, the host of Whiskey Business, the podcast not so much about whiskey as it is one with whiskey. Yes, we drink and talk about whiskey, but we do so much more with so many interesting people. For example, we talk to comedians like Greg Warren. You know, I don't want to brag But let's just say I can walk into a Red Lobster and get whatever. You know, I think the pause right there is probably more important than the word. Amazing athletes like boxing champion Buster Douglas. When a fighter's down and he's looking for his mouthpiece instead of trying to get up. That's when I knew it was over. 
Yeah, yeah, right? And yes, Bigfoot chasers. Do you believe in Bigfoot? And if so, does he really eat beef jerky? <laughs> the Bigfoot thing is people have seen these, and, and I've seen a lot of compelling evidence about it. It's Whiskey Business with Dino Tripodis. Join us for what we call a good conversation with a good pour. You really can't ask for much more than that, can you people? Check us out at whiskeybusinesspod.com, a proud member of the Evergreen Podcast Network.